O God, our provider, you are the orphan's hope and the widow's bread. Strengthen our faith that with simplicity of heart, we may come to trust in you alone and hold back nothing in serving you. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. The widow in the story that follows about the prophet Elijah trusted Elijah's word and shared all she had to live on with him. How well do you trust God to take care of you? A reading from the first book of Kings. Elijah the prophet set out and went to Zarephath. When he came to the gate of the town, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel so that I may drink. As she was going to bring it, he called to her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. But she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of meal in a jar and a little oil in the jug. I am now gathering a couple of sticks so I may go home and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Do not be afraid. Go and do as you said. But first, make me a little cake of it and bring it to me. And afterwards, make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, The jar of meal will not be emptied, and the jug of oil will not fail until the day that the Lord sends rain on the earth. She went and did as Elijah said, so that she, as well as he and her household, ate for many days. The jar of meal was not emptied, neither did the jug of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by Elijah. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The letter to the Hebrews tells us that Christ, the high priest, testifies on our behalf before the judgment seat of the Father. Could you name a better advocate before God? A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Christ did not enter a sanctuary made by human hands, a mere copy of the true one, but he entered into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Nor was it to offer himself again and again, as the high priest enters the holy place year after year with blood that is not his own. For then he would have had to suffer again and again since the foundation of the world. But as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the age 
to remove sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for human beings to die once, and after that comes the judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus was teaching in the temple, and a large crowd was listening to him. He said, Beware of scribes who like to walk around in long robes, and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces, and to have the best seats in the synagogues, in places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses, and for the sake of appearance, say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched a crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the than all those who were contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put everything she had, and she had to live on. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's nice to see more folks here this weekend than we had last weekend. Uh, It's always good to be with you and to pray with you. Music ministry, a lot more people. You're sounding good, and I appreciate that. And remember, that's the voice God gave you. God deserves to hear it, so good for you. I spent the week wrestling with this gospel text. Uh, I was pinned in the third round. And, And what I thought when I was wrestling with the text is that that woman, that that poor widow, we gotta give her a name, right? Because when we hear a story, it's really good that the characters have a name. And I thought, well, how about Ida? Ida sounds like a good name for a poor widow, doesn't it, Ida? And then I thought about it, and I said, well, then we could almost imagine her saying, I don't know how I'm going to get through the winter with only two pennies. I thought, no, that's not good. And then I thought, well, Shirley would be good. And then I heard her say, Surely you scribes don't expect, you're not going to buy a new robe with the two pennies I gave you. And I thought, well, no, that's not such a good idea. Uh, I'm not sure what name we should give her. Probably talk about that. You know, at Men at Prayer yesterday, we mentioned that this lady, this 
this anonymous woman, she was grateful, wasn't she? For the little bit she had, she was willing to give thanks. The temple was so important to her that she gave her last bit to live on in gratitude to God for God's gifts. That's kind of interesting. That's amazing to be that grateful, to recognize that God is the giver of gifts and God does not abandon us, that God is always willing to fill our lives with what we really need. She's not afraid. She trusts God that the God who has blessed her already in her life will continue to bless her. I think about Jesus in the story. He sits away from the scribes. They just... Well, they just love to wear long robes and sit in places of honor. Yeah, Mark, that's really nice of you to point all that out. Um, but they don't have a sense of, of what they were supposed to be about. Their lives were not given in service to the community their lives were always just about themselves. They were more concerned about their place in front of the temple, their place in, in public places, their place in meals that are shared. You know, I was thinking about this um, I go to Wegmans occasionally. Have you heard of Wegmans? Yeah. Well, I go there, and usually I don't, I don't dress like a priest with these things. Uh, and and I, I go there looking like a, a, a normal person. And when I go to Wegmans dressed like a normal person, nobody says hello. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Johnstown guy. Johnstown people, we say hi to people. Right, Sandy? And I say hello, no response. I guess they're really busy. They've got a lot of stuff going on. But if I wear this Roman collar, we used to call it the one-check suit. If I wear this collar and I say hello, people smile and say, oh, hi, Father. What's up with that? Why can't we afford that kind of dignity, that kind of friendliness to everybody? As I thought about the scribes in the story, I thought about the scribes going to Wakeman's. What name can we give the woman in the story? Ida doesn't work, Shirley doesn't work. And then it struck me, when we meet a person in the Gospels who doesn't 
have a name given. That person is supposed to be us. Her name is Cheryl. Her name is Sandy. Her name is Anthony. In as much as you and I are grateful for God's gifts to us, willing to give what we have in gratitude, in praising God, and trusting that God will not disappoint us. God will not let us down. That lady is us. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.